Welcome all, all of you tonight as we are in the fellowship around the Word of God. We're going to be in John 19, verses 10 through 15. We're in the middle of a attempted trial of Jesus. What's actually happening is he's in the process of obeying the commandment that God gave him to lay down his life and take it up again. So this, from Jesus' viewpoint, is Jesus obeying God. From God's viewpoint, it's God providing his salvation. From the Jews' viewpoint, it's a revelation of their distance from God. From Pilate's viewpoint, it's a confirmation that he has no idea what's going on yeah. at all. <laughs> That's right. I haven't read the text yet. Did I read the text? John 19, 10 through 15. Then saith Pilate unto him, Speakest thou not unto me? Knowest thou not that I have power to crucify thee and have power to release thee? Jesus answered, Thou couldst have no power at all against me, except it were given thee from above. Yes. Therefore he that delivered me unto thee hath the greater sin. And from henceforth, thenceforth Pilate sought to release him. Mm -hmm. yeah. But the Jews cried out, saying, If thou be this, if thou let this man go, mm -hmm. thou art not Caesar's friend. For whosoever maketh himself a king speaks against Caesar. And Pilate therefore heard that saying. He brought Jesus forth and sat down in the judgment seat in the place that is called the pavement, but in Hebrew, Gabbatha. And it was the preparation of the Passover and about the sixth hour. And he saith unto the Jews, Behold your king! But they cried out, Away with him! Away with him! Crucify him! Crucify him! Pilate saith unto them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priests answered, We have no king but Caesar. Amen. Now in our text, we're being exposed to unbelieving earthly dignitaries. particularly in its approach to Jesus Christ. The approach confirms that earthly positions of grandeur and exaltation give the person no advantage at all mm -hmm. when it comes to knowing Christ, who he is, what he's doing, so forth. Now, I would to God that this were more common knowledge, but the wisdom of the world cannot possibly improve your understanding of the scriptures and of God. Amen. Why? Because this is of a wisdom of another order. That's right. This is wisdom from above. That's pure. And it cannot blend or be homogenized 
with the wisdom of the world. The two won't, the two will not merge. You can't put these two together. The wisdom of the world and the wisdom of God. They can't. People try, but they can't. It's impossible. Regarding his governmental role, Jesus is Lord both of the dead and the living. <clears throat> now, Pilate, he sure wasn't the Lord of the... He wasn't the government of the dead. I mean, the, the governments of the world don't have anything to do with the dead. Yeah. But Jesus is the Lord of the dead and the living. Amen. Yeah. Both of them. Mm -hmm. And God is going to show this to an assembled universe when Jesus comes again. He's going to unveil who Jesus is right now who he is. Right now. Amen. Right. Now this is stated Amen. in 1 Timothy yes. 6.15. He is going to, which in his times, <coughs> his times mean God's, this is going to happen when God yeah. That's right. causes it to happen. In his times, he, God, shall show who Jesus is, and this is who he is, not who he's not who he shall be. Yeah, this right. is who he is. Amen. That's right. There's a whole lot of a theology that speaks about Jesus coming back to earth to reign. Yeah. There's a significant number of songs yeah. and choruses that reflect this mentality, and it's not true. Amen. He went to heaven yes. to reign. Amen. He's not coming. When he comes back again, the earth's going to be burned up with a fervent heat right. and pass away. He's going to show who he is. This is who he is right now. The blessed and the only potentate. Amen. Potentate is the all-powerful one. He's the only one Amen. that is the potentate. Satan included. Satan has designated power yeah. But it's only in this world. Yeah, amen. That's right. He's the only potentate, and he's the king of kings yeah, and the Lord of lords. This is who he is. Yeah. Now, uh, particularly at this time in the political arena, mm -hmm. it's good to remember this. Yes, that's right. You do what you should do as a citizen and so forth, but when you do it, remember this. Yeah. That who is set on the throne doesn't depend on your vote. Yeah, amen. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Jesus is the King yeah. of Kings yes. and the Lord of Lords, yes. and we're talking about people that are in either category right now. Amen. Amen. Really given? Yes. And he also, he's the one that sets up rulers. That's right. So when people complain against the rulers, they're really complaining against yeah. Jesus' choice. Now I would remind you that Caesar, who was not the paragon of virtue, mm -hmm. he was the run rule in the world at this time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Caesar was. Yes. That's who God put over the world. Uh -huh. Yes, they have. God sets up governors and so forth yeah. to reward the good yes. and to punish the evil. That's right. So I, these governors, they do a fair job of doing that. During the events of our text, no one present knew that's who Jesus was. Yeah. Not Peter. He didn't yes. know. 
He didn't know who this was. He, did, he knew him as Jesus of Nazareth, who went about doing good and healing all the oppressed of the devil, but he didn't know. God had to reveal to him in Caesarea Philippi who Jesus was. That's right. yeah. He didn't know. He didn't know here. He's just been introduced to it when it slipped his mind here. Yeah. Nobody else did. No one knew. They didn't know who he was. The disciples didn't know who Jesus really was until he started ascending into heaven. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. And at that point, they saw this and they never got over it. They went back to Jerusalem rejoicing. They came away weeping and crying and they went back rejoicing because they knew who Jesus was. Now, there comes a time in every legitimate disciple's life, there comes a time when it dawns on them that Jesus is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and nothing's out of control and you're not wandering around like a blind man. Yes, amen. But that's got to dawn on you. That has to, that has to register on your soul. And I tell you when... Uh, the manner of preaching today is addressing people's problems. That's almost 100% focus. But if this is the kind of thing you hear all the time, addressing people's problems, this will successfully hide this truth from you. You, you, won't, you won't see it in that kind of environment. But where there's an environment where there's a proclamation of who Jesus is, what Jesus is doing, what Jesus is giving. See, when that's, when that's proclaimed, this changes the way you live. Yes, amen. I can personally remember when this began to dawn on my soul. I was cultured in the church. I heard some good preaching and good teaching. My, my father was an excellent minister of the word. He had the understanding, but he wasn't a popular man. The failure to see Jesus as he is, and you've got to see this, the failure to see Jesus how he is, that's the issue God has with the human race. Yes. Yeah. Amen. That's his issue with it. His issue with the human race isn't that there's drunks and drug addicts and murderers and thieves. That's not his issue. His issue is the matter of sin. That's his issue yes. from which all this other stuff Springs. It's also, you're in this world, Satan is seeking to obscure this. Now, he doesn't obscure this like a, by blotting it out or erasing it. He, the only way he can obscure this is to get you to look somewhere else, to divert your attention. So you're not looking. See, we're told looking to the him, the looking to the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, is set down at the right hand of God, and he's the captain of our salvation, leading us to glory. That's that's where our attention has got to be. And if it isn't, whoever doesn't see Jesus as he is becomes God's enemy. Now that may sound harsh, but Jesus said, whoever is not with me yeah. is against me. Those are the words of Jesus. Whoever is not with me, and Jesus invites, come to me, 
all you that labor and are heavy laden, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. You'll find rest now for your soul. Whoever doesn't heed that call, by virtue of that, becomes an enemy. Yes. We were all in that category. When we were enemies, he reconciled us by the death of his son. See, so we were all in that category. This has got to be seen. It makes a difference in how eager you are about proclaiming the truth. Yes. And reaching people, it makes a difference in how, you, how eager you are. So Satan attempts to turn your attention to something that may look like it's really legitimate, maybe like your job. And all of a sudden is absorbing all your attention. Now the solution to that is do your job unto Christ. Amen. View Christ as your employer. Amen. That he really is. Yes, that's right. So you you labor for him and that will do if you do that, you'll be doing your best to begin with. Amen. Now let's begin in, in verse 10. Then said Pilate, Speakest thou not to me? Now this is a, a sarcastic question. Other versions say, are you, not, are you not speaking to me? Don't you know who I am? Don't you know I have power to release you or, or crucify you? you? Earthly leadership tends to generate pride. You see, it, it does do this. Pilate's thinking up more of himself than he should think. You, you're, not, you're not answering me. Everybody answers me because of who I am. Well, the earthly prominence generates pride. Now, maybe you've experienced this, but it, it'll do it. Some, some places where you've worked, Joe Doe was such a nice fellow when he worked with you, you know, but when he became the boss, something happened. What happened? Earthly prominence generates pride. Yes. The more in tune you are with this world, the more pride is generated. Now there's just some different levels of it, but it's, that's what you see that in Pilate. Yes. What is being accomplished at this time, Jesus is being delivered up to the crucified. But this this is God's will. Yes, amen. God is doing this. He delivered God, delivered him up for us all. Now, when he delivered him up, he employed some of his people in his kingdom. In every kingdom, there's different there's good vessels and bad vessels. Timothy was told they're vessels for dishonor. They use for they're vessels, people that are used for dishonorable purposes. But they're in God's house, yes. not for salvation, but for employment and use. Okay. And they're vessels of honor. Just people used to promote the will of God. Right. Paul was a vessel of honor. Pilate was a vessel of dishonor. Yeah. God was using when God, so to speak, has dirty work to do, and all things are of God. <coughs> when he has that kind of work to do, he employs dirty work. Like he wants to 
He's going to teach the Egyptians what he can do. He's going to culture the Israelites in Egypt. Egypt was an incubator there for Israel. That's where they grew and multiplied and grew. But he, but when he delivered Israel, he, he used Pharaoh right. to make a name for himself. Mm -hmm. He used Pharaoh as a dishonorable vessel. In fact, he said, for this cause I raised you up. So yeah. fair. I raised you up yes, to show yeah. my glory in you. Yeah. So Pharaoh did what all he could do, and what happened? He lost, and now God was honored, and the people of God were free. Amen. But he used Pharaoh yes. to bring that about. So it's, it's now, a uh, divine outsourcing. Pardon? It's a divine outsourcing. That's right. Yeah. Sovereign outsourcing. You you can you can identify in this in your own life. I can, like I know. God has used sometimes people to <laughs> do things that weren't pleasant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To me, they weren't pleasant. They weren't pleasant to me, but yeah. some good some good really did come out of it. Yes. Mm -hmm. But God will never use His people to hurt you. Yes. Amen. You all know. He'll yeah. use dishonorable vessels. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah we have the ultimate uh, example of that Job. That's right. Yeah. That's right. See, God's testing his people. He's refining his people. He's working with his people. He's preparing them for yes. a better place. Amen. So that changes now how you view life. Mm -hmm. it, it's all about getting ready for the coming to the Lord of the world to come. So Pilate was a dishonorable vessel. When Pilate said, I have, I can release you or I can crucify you. Well, no. Jesus said, no man takes my life from me. Yeah. Yeah. I lay it down yeah. and I take it up again. This commandment have I received from my Father. So the death of Jesus was something he accomplished. Yes, amen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, amen. It was obedience. Yes. This was his obedience mm -hmm. to God. He became the vehicle through which sin was removed. Mm -hmm. The iniquities of us all were laid upon Christ, and then God punished sin yes. in the person of Christ. Amen. The difference between Christ and us, Christ could come back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. He could recover from the curse. No person in earth can recover from being cursed. Yeah. 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 They can't. Jesus did. Mm. And he was cursed so we wouldn't have to bless God, so we wouldn't have to be cursed. But Jesus made this clear when he was here that He humbled himself and consented mm -hmm. when he was in heaven yeah. as the Word. He wasn't Jesus in heaven. You understand that? He That's wasn't right. the Son of God in heaven. That's right. He was the Word. Uh -huh. He humbled himself, took off, so to speak, his garments of authority and consented to live as a man without exercising all the power that he had mm -hmm. That's right. in order to finish and accomplish this uh, 
death. So no man took his life. Now that's, that confuses some people because the people that did take it were credited with taking it. Peter told the Jews on the day of Pentecost, you, through the hands of lawless men, crucified and slaves. He thought everyone involved in it, even though they were being employed by God, so from a higher vantage point, they got the, all the credit because they were dishonorable vessels. God raised Pharaoh up, but hey, that didn't free Pharaoh from any responsibility. When he was crucified, he, that crucifixion is traced back to God ultimately and then to Pilate secondarily. Mm -hmm. And Pilate, even though he th he's thinking he's excusing himself from the guilt, but in Acts 4 in that prayer that the disciples prayed, he said, against him were gathered Pilate, yeah. Herod, the chief priests and scribes, the people, the Jews, and the Gentiles. Yes. All of them. Yeah. Amen. In that room where they are now, mm -hmm. there is represented the entire human race yeah. Amen. was in that room, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. So they didn't know it at the time. Mm -hmm. The reason he'd be crucified was traceable to the power of darkness. Remember when Jesus was getting ready to be arrested? They came to him and he said, I was with you in the temple every day. I taught openly. Nobody took me. But, he said, but this is your hour and the power of darkness. So at this time, this brief juncture in time, Satan had no limitation. He was freed up, so to speak, to do the worst he could possibly do. He couldn't do anything worse than what he did to Jesus. That's the worst. And what did it amount to? In three days, Jesus is back again. After Satan did his worst, he can't do his worst to you he did it to Christ. That's right. Yeah. It's, a, it's interesting that whenever the, the worst he could do, he did, he still couldn't take his life. No, he Jesus, couldn't. That's right. Only Jesus could have given his life. That's right. And you think where he said, he that believeth in me shall never die, mm -hmm. and that a hair of your head will not yeah. mm -hmm. uh, perish. But it's because... Even when Satan does his worst, mm -hmm. the power of death uh -huh. is not his to exercise over us. That's right. Just the body. That's right. That's yeah. right. And while Jesus was, they thought oh, well, he was dead, he was preaching to the spirits in prison. That's right. Amen. <laughs> while he was buried. He's yes. preaching while he was buried, Peter said. Amen. 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 Yeah. Now Satan, uh, by that time, he already knows he's made a very bad decision. Because now here it's the Prince of Life is in the realm of the dead, preaching, yeah. preaching that he just took away sin. And Satan has a mortal bruise on his head. Yes, amen. Yes. He has a mortal bruise. He's going to die of this bruise. That's he's got right, it right amen. now. Amen. 
Well, when Pilate said, Don't you know, Jesus answered, Thou couldst have no power at all against me except it were given thee from above. Therefore, he that delivered me to thee hath the greater sin. And later in the day of Pentecost, as I mentioned, Peter said, He was delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God. Amen. Amen. You have taken, see, if God hadn't have done that, hey, this would not have been, this trial wouldn't have been held. Ye have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain. Once again, God's foreknowledge is not prescience yeah. or seeing ahead what's going to happen. That is one of the most foolish arguments that's ever been extant in the human race. That God sees what's going to happen mm -hmm. and makes a determination on the basis of what he sees men are going to do. Yeah. See, if, uh -huh. people would, if people would just think that out, that means that men are directing what God's yeah. doing. That's not it at all. Yeah. His foreknowledge means he knew what he was going to do. As the scripture says, known unto the Lord are all his works. Now, if that's difficult to understand, it's not meant to be understood. It's not meant to be understood. It's meant to be believed. Amen. Yeah, that's right. Prayer, you mentioned in Acts chapter 4, in verse 27 and 28, that uh, it says that Herod, Pontius Pilate, and the Gentiles and the people of Israel were gathered together, in verse 28, for to do whatsoever thy hand and thy counsel determined before to be, be done. done. That's right. And he didn't, God didn't just see what they were going to do. He, he determined that they were going to do Amen. it. Amen. This is, this is liberating to see this. It eliminates a lot of otherwise confusing things. Therefore, Jesus said, Therefore, he that delivered me unto thee hath the greater sinner. So see, all sin's not the same. That's right. That's the There's a greater sin. And Jesus said that the sin also that hath never forgiveness, either in this world or the world to come. He doesn't tell you what it is either. What advantage would it be to know? What, what advantage would it be for Jesus to tell you what sin can never be forgiven? He tells you this so you'll be alert and strive to please the Lord and not be loose about your attitude towards sin. The greater sin. Pilate knew he was a just man. Yes, that's right. He knew he wasn't a lawbreaker. He knew that. That's right. The Jews said he was a lawbreaker. They have guilty of the greater sin. They had received more understanding, so that made their sin greater. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The more you know yes. of God, and I don't mean intellectual know, I mean perceived know, discern know. The more you discern of God, the worse it makes sin. Did you see that? Yes. Because mm -hmm. yes. you've sinned against more. That's right, exactly. You've you rejected more. So they, had, they were guilty of the greater yes. sin. So he he didn't want he didn't want to crucify Christ because he, he couldn't find a lawful reason to do so. They wanted him to be crucified. Yeah. It was the worst the worst sin. The worst sinner is the person that knows what Jesus says, come unto me. He knows. Yeah. He knows that Christ died for all men. He knows that. He's heard this. But he doesn't come to Jesus. Mm -hmm. 
miss a great. Amen. That's right. That's right. Ever really good? Yes. It says that to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not to him, it is sin. So we are, people make a grave error when they judge others according to their own personal understanding. They may not understand it like you. Mm-hmm. And so you, you are, once you instruct them, right, as much as you can. But see, ultimately, their judgment is in God's hands. Yeah, we're not, we're not appointed to judge. Yeah, no. you, we're not appointed to judge. Yes. What about people would, would think what people would have judged of Saul of Tarsus? Yeah, that's right. What would they have said about him? Uh, see, maybe they did, some did. But this, we're not appointed. We're not appointed judges. There's right. a judge already. Yes. We've already got a judge. That's right. Don't judge one another. Yes. We already got a judge. Amen. Make it your practice not to receive, not to consent yes. That's right. to be judged Amen. by anybody else. Amen. Amen. You know, I'm serious. You don't Amen. consent. That's Paul right. said, I don't consent. Amen. I'm not listening to some of the judges. Me. I've got a judge. Amen. You can do the same thing. Yes, please. Amen. Yeah, we're sort of we don't not to judge one another anymore, but judge this rather that yeah. no that no one lays a stumbling block That's right. That's on right. occasion to fall in his brother's way. That's right. And Jesus said this about uh, those who um, have a, a greater obligation. The more they know, he said that servant which knew his yes. Lord's will That's and right. prepared not himself, neither did according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. Now, yeah, this doesn't mean that we don't ignore the situation. In 2 Timothy, it says, in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. Right. They don't understand the implications, but you you can enter into that yeah. and actually, by ministering to them, they may repent. They may see it. And yeah. so they see it, 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 it yeah, this there's is a way to do it that is holy and righteous. This is eternal judgment he's talking about. He, uh-huh. he that's spiritual judges all things. That's right. So yeah, we're, we are to we are to judge, but yeah. not in this eternal, no, not, yeah. not in this eternal domain. We don't Amen. judge, but you have to. You do judge. We judge all things. Mm-hmm. Paul judged people. He judged the people at Corinth because they are violating God's will. But he didn't pronounce, "You're going to hell." That's right. That's right. Amen. No, no human being can say to another one, "You're going to hell." Yes. Amen. That's not our prerogative. You can judge. This is not right. This is, right. this is wrong. You're going down the wrong path. That's right. And you should. Yes. We're amen. judges. He that's spiritual judges all amen. things. That's what the scripture says. Yeah, some people get confused. Because we just got to say we don't judge and then we do judge. Yeah. And then, see, the thing is, is that, that, that we're not actually called to rule over people's you know, that's Christ's job. That's right. Now, see, but we, we do help one another yeah. by instructing one, uh, one another. Because you may see something more perfectly than I do. And I now, if I really want to please Christ, I will submit to your judgment. Yeah. Uh, when you say it, I'll think about it, consider it, take it before the Lord. What is that? That's so that we're, we're, we're helping one another. Yeah. We're assisting. We are a group. We're a family. So, of course, we would help. That's right. Everybody, everybody sees that. Right? We're talking about eternal judgment. Yeah, yeah, right. Again, we're not, we're not licensed. Yeah, that's right. The final word is going to be issued by Christ. Amen. That's right. Final word. So all sin is not right the same. There's those sin against more truth. 
the greater sin. That's why if someone who backslides goes back to the old way, he's worse than a person that never came in the first place to Christ. Yes, that's right. Mm -hmm. Yes. He sinned against more. Against more. Scripture says that we sin willfully after that we receive the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more, no more sacrifice for sin. Yeah. No more. Jesus, his blood doesn't cover this kind of sin. Why? Because it's a it's a preference for sin. Who does who sins this? Who doesn't sin this? You just make sure you don't sin. Don't be diagnosing people whether they've committed the willful sin for which there's no more sacrifice for sin. Yeah. And you're not going to be able to tell whether you have or not. The, the, <laughs> the attentiveness is to be to, to sin not. Yeah. Wage relentless war against sin. Yeah. Yeah. Resist the devil. Yes. And work out your salvation of fear and trembling. That, that's where you apply your attention. And if you're living toward the Lord, sin will not dominate you. That's right. It will not. Amen. That's right. Because Jesus is the captain of your salvation. So yeah, if you're amen. under his leadership yeah. and you're abiding in him, he's going to keep you from falling. Amen. He's going to make you stand. Amen. And the scripture affirms both of those yes. truths. Oh, that's a blessed thing to know. Amen. So as we're talking, we insurance one another, remember we're Mm -hmm. which want to demonstrate that each person sees a facet of the truth. Mm -hmm. We're not going to say that's not true unless the scripture, unless it conflicts the scripture. Right. So you're free to get to share with us yeah. in a few words, yes. not a long dissertation, uh -huh. in a few words, what you've seen or what's stimulated your thinking here, and then you'll see that it will all fit together. Yes, amen. 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 I'd rather leave with 15 different thoughts that all blend. Yes, yes. It's like a mm -hmm. you're cooking and you have a good uh, blend of spices. Mm -hmm. Makes yes. things better. Well, it's the same in the spirit. You can blend. We can our various perspectives can blend, mm -hmm. fit together, and it'd be like a like a prism. Yeah. You'll see this side of the prison. Someone else see another side of the prison. But together, yes. we're seeing the whole Amen. glory. Amen. Amen. Any, I found that this is difficult. Go ahead. I found that this this is so contrary to how people think. Yes. It's difficult. It's, yes. If someone says something different, the immediate thing is people want to compete. <laughs> But it may not be that that at yeah, all. Right. Yes. You remember when the Acts the fifteenth chapter the the early church mm -hmm. there were some Pharisees that believed, yeah. followed Christ, right. and they they thought that circumcision was bound on the Gentiles. Mm -hmm. You couldn't prove from the Scripture that it wasn't. Yeah. Nothing in the Scripture says circumcision is going to end. <laughs> That's right. He wasn't. See, they got together and they talked. Yes. They had testimonies, and, and then it all it, it all fell together. Amen. Amen. They saw yes. that they saw the truth of it. That's right. Amen. You know, here 
It, it starts off, it says, Speakest thou not to me? Uh, 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 he thought he was the control. He thought he was the one. He thought he was judging. But see, really, Jesus was the one that's in control that's here. Right. Absolute control. That's there right. was a time when he wouldn't answer him. And then there's a time when he, Jesus answered. That's right. It, uh, what was that discretion? That was Jesus' discretion. That's right. He was doing, working out um, the will of God in this. And, and Jesus knew exactly when to speak and when to be quiet. Amen. Oh, that's a wonderful understanding and gift to know when you should talk and know when you should put your hand on your mouth. But Jesus, Jesus um, is in control of this. And, and Pilate, well, he's, you know, he, he's, he's confused, I think. He, well, he, he didn't do anything wrong, and yet if he goes with him, then he's against Caesar and yeah, he didn't. He didn't know about this. He was, he was, he was politically. He didn't yes. know what to do politically. Politically, he knew what not to do. Yeah. So he thought he'd just back out, but you can't. You can't do that. Yeah. 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 All right. Then from thenceforth, the word thenceforth means from now on. Uh -huh. Yeah. From thenceforth, he sought to release mm -hmm. Jesus. In other words, he made efforts to release him, tried to set him free, desired to let him go free. Now God, that's all God says. He doesn't you know, have any idea. Now here, there's a cautionary note here. Yeah. Yeah. I I've had to learn the hard way, but I'm I'm, it's, I'm learning it still. Uh -huh. That when you handle scripture, yeah, yeah, you want to zealously avoid extemporaneous remarks. This might, this could, because what you've done, you've attached that to that text. Yeah. Uh -huh. And every time till the day you die, mm -hmm. every time you hear that text, you'll think of this little yeah. adjunct. That's right. <laughs> now that's the, that's how tradition is formed. This, this, yeah. this is what happened with the Pharisees. They added this, and then what happened, tradition in the human experience and trumps the knowledge of God. Yes. So if you if you have a tradition of scripture, you attach it, that negates the scripture's not the scripture Amen. anymore. Yeah. Amen. A person will actually get to the point where they ex try to explain away the words of Christ right. because of their tradition. That's right. And you, you've experienced this in dialogue with people. If you if you engage in a lot of dialogue with people they will, they will just tell you, well, I don't think that's the way it is. It's just a straight-out statement that's yeah. made. Mm -hmm. And they say, well, I don't agree with that. I, why don't they? It's because, of, it's because of some other statement that men made that competed with that. Amen. It's a great liberty to just believe what it says. Yes. Amen. And it's, in other words, this is, a, this is enough to know. Yes. How he went about doing this, when he went about doing this, we, we don't need to do this. Enough to know that he made some effort to get out of this. Mm -hmm. But he was caught in the whirlpool yeah. of divine purpose. Yeah. <laughs> and, he was, and he couldn't get out of it yeah. at all. Again, any time human wisdom is stated, it automatically competes with divine wisdom. Yeah. 
because it's from a different realm. See, it's, it's a different kind of wisdom. It's not the same order of wisdom. Doesn't the Bible say something about um, when you're persecuted, the Holy Spirit will give you what to say in that self-same hour? Yes. 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 So, in other words, remain silent until the Holy Spirit says, okay, now speak. Yeah. Amen. That's right. Yes. Amen. The Spirit is the Spirit of truth. Yes. yes. Amen. Yeah. Amen. It's a great liberty. This is a great liberty to see this. Yes. See, scholarship, from a human point of view, can be a slave. I've known people that were professional students. The only thing they ever did their whole life was go to school. And they couldn't do anything. See, well, that's not the way it is in Christ. Every bit of understanding or knowledge that you have in Christ is usable. You can put it to use. If the Spirit teaches you, just knowing it is not the purpose. Doing it is the, doing it is the point. Oh, praise God for that. Now, our, they knew how to get at Father said, whoever says he's a king, not Caesar's friend. All right, Caesar, that's Pilate's boss. Yeah. Now, this gets us in this right away. Yeah. He could care less about Jesus, or he could care less about the Jews, but oh, about Caesar, we'll bring Caesar up. Yeah, See, you know, when you talk about the things of God, about life, you pretty soon what people think are the most important thing. It'll, yes, that's right. It'll rise, it'll rise to the surface. Some people, if you were to say, I don't drink wine, boop! <laughs> That brings up someone's bias on the subject. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I don't share about the things that when I was, how I was raised up, the things we didn't do, it was scare some people. You know? <laughs> but we did to avoid doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Our parents taught us. Uh-huh. We didn't do some things because it could lead to some worse thing. Amen. So we stay clear of certain things. You know? Yeah, that's called the discretion. Discretion, yeah. right. amen. Yeah. <laughs> amen. We find, notice what they said. They just told. They just told a lie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, once you start explaining yourself, eventually you start lying, uh-huh. exaggerating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said, "We found this fellow perverting the nation." Well, now, Pilate, he was in charge of perverted nations. He hadn't been caught. He didn't have to call the army in because the nation was perverted. And forbidding to give tribute to Caesar. Jesus, just the opposite, said to give tribute to Caesar. His image is on the coin. If his picture is on the coin, the coin's his. It's not yours. The same is true of our money. You look on you see United States of America, that's their money, not yours. Yeah. Technically they can call it all back. Yeah. Yeah. What image is on you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Amen. What image is on you? God's image. Amen. Render to God. Yes. That's what 
That's what he's talking about. God's image is on you. Render yourself, render your life to God. Give your life to God because it's his. God is twice his. He made you and he bought you. So you're twice his. (laughs) This same kind of thinking takes place in sectarianism. It's common for Christian leaders to be very lenient with people about what they think about Scripture. But if they don't agree with their creed, they're not lenient with that at all. The thing that makes a denomination a denomination is what's unique about them. They will not allow a variance of opinion on that. But they will on this. Interesting, isn't it? This is the way of the world. This is how the world is. During the early days of the church, as as I mentioned previously, some group of Pharisees said that circumcision was necessary for the Gentiles to be circumcised. Kept to be circumcised after the manner of Moses, you cannot be saved. Mm -hmm. You cannot... All right, that's a strong statement, isn't it? Uh Is that not a strong statement? You cannot be saved. Uh Now, there's some things Jesus and the apostles have tied to salvation, except, and then they'll tell you what it is. But it it has to be something that God has demanded. At any rate, Uh it was debunked. First of all, how they went about it was was ingenious, how they went about it. They didn't have, like, the whole church didn't come together. When you're going to resolve a problem, you don't get the whole church together. you got to get the wisest together. Mm -hmm. So the apostles and the elders came together. Mm -hmm. The leaders came together. Mm -hmm. And first of all, Peter said, you know that God made choice among us that I should preach the gospel to the Gentiles. So he now he preached to the Gentiles. He had some experience in this field. And he said that they received the Holy Spirit just like we did before they were baptized. And they weren't circumcised. Mm -hmm. All right, then Paul and Silas. They, they rehearsed how they'd been preaching to the Gentile churches and they, had, they didn't tell them to be circumcised and the churches all were accepted and finally, it finally registered, finally James, he stood up and said, well, this agree the word of the prophet. I'll raise up again the tabernacle of David and he, he associated that that's what this was. The Gentiles would be accepted yeah. on the same basis as the Jews were, faith in Christ. That's right. And the early church, and they say, concluded. They said, then, then God has granted repentance to these people. Amen. See? Yes. It all came together. Yes. Amen. So understanding, spiritual understanding, what it is is when everything comes together mm-hmm. or everything on a Amen. particular subject, when it comes together. Mm-hmm. And, and you know by experience that there's an enormous amount of argumentation in the in Christian world about things that they just, just haven't come together. They don't see that God is not the author of confusion. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't say things that don't fit yeah, together. That's right. 
the same thing, he doesn't convert people that don't get together. He doesn't. Amen. There's only one body. One, yeah, one body. It all fits together, and we're members one of another. So it's just not that we're with each other. We being all believers everywhere, mm -hmm. both here and there, we we are integrated with Amen. each other. That's right. Something from you is passing to the other members. Something from the other members is passing to you. We're we're integrated. We're one, and that's how truth is. Truth fits together. If Moses said, God is the God of truth, that fits together what Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth. That fits together. Amen. The word of the Lord is this, foolish and unlearned questions avoid. Knowing that they do gender strifes. They do, don't they have a week? Yes. Those of you that have involved with some internet. Haven't you found that to be yeah, the case? They, yeah. they gen produce strifes. So Paul extended his remarks about this. I said, don't mm -hmm. don't get involved in that. Yeah. He says, if any man teach otherwise and consent not to wholesome words, even the words of the Lord Jesus Christ, and to the doctrine which is according to the godliness, why, uh, why does a man teach otherwise? Lord, God, the Holy Spirit's going to tell us why. Yes. It's because he's proud. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. because he knows nothing. And because he dotes about questions and strifes of words, what do they produce? Envy, strife, railings, evil surmisings, profuse disputes of random corrupt minds, and destitute of the truth, supposed to gain as godliness. What do you do with people like that? Yeah. Get away from them. Yeah. 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 It's actually, intellectually, it's very simple. But it's not quite that simple because this requires some extended thinking, yeah. evaluating, not assuming the worst thing uh -huh. or assuming the best thing. See, it, it, it's a... There are a few words addressed to preachers and teachers that are ignored as much as these words we just read. Yeah. Amen. These words are universally ignored in Christendom. Mm -hmm. It's convenient to do because they just form a little sect, isolate themselves from everybody else, and see that's how they get around us. Yeah. Well we're not given <laughs> we're not given that option, brother. Yeah. Yeah. We're not giving the option. If you don't like it, just go somewhere else. We're not giving that option. He says, now work out your own salvation through yes. integrity. Fight the good fight of faith. Mm -hmm. Come into agreement. Don't run away. Come into agreement. Yes. If you love the brethren, yeah. if you really do, yeah. you'll be able to do this. Yeah. If you don't love the brethren, you won't be able to do it. Amen. Amen. From such withdraw thyself. All of that prompted by these words, whosoever maketh himself a king is against Caesar. Yeah, that's right. When Pilate heard that saying, 
The saying was, whoever maketh himself a king speaks against Caesar. Now Matthew adds a little, uh, detail, little detail here. He says that when Pilate saw that he could prevail nothing, but rather a tumult was made, and he had to, he, he couldn't afford for a tumult to be made, because right. now you get the Romans, Romans would be upset. Right. See, his job as a governor or procurator, his job was to keep peace, no, no civil unrest. He took water and washed his hands before the multitude, saying, I'm innocent of the blood of this man, of this person. See ye to it. Yeah. <laughs> but he couldn't get rid of he couldn't get rid of this by washing his hands. Yeah, right. He'd already been in Satan's lure. Saying he was Satan had him too. Yes. He not only had the Pharisees, the chief priests, the scribes, the Sadducees. He not only had them. He had the Jews to listen to him. Yeah, yeah. He had Pilate. Mm -hmm. He had the soldiers. He had the women who were watching the door. He had everybody there say, mm -hmm. say to him. Amen. Amen. Now this is what David prayed about in Psalm 69, 22. Let their table become a snare before them, and that which should have been for their welfare, let it become a trap. Pilate was in a trap. See, there are certain things, certain people, certain postures of mind and soul that trap you. And you find it difficult if it's not impossible sometimes to get out of a trap. I've been I've been caught in traps, more spiritual traps. I've been I've been caught in them. I know. So now I now I pray this with David. I say, if anyone's trapped, let it be the children of the wicked one, not 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 me, not not the godly. Amen. Watch out for traps. Yes. Amen. Satan has a master of setting traps. Mm -hmm. Unknown yeah. so to himself, he was caught in the vortex, vortex whirlpool. Just <coughs> get close to a whirlpool, you just go in it. That's all. <laughs> He brought Jesus forth and sat in the judgment seat, the judgment seat of, called Gabbatha in the Hebrew. It was like a, a tile, like a tile circle, like a circular rug except made out of tile. They stood in that for the official yeah. trial. It'd be like uh, the judge comes in a court, he sits yeah. down, yeah. and then the people come up. That's right. To, the, to a seat and they sit there while they're given accounting. That's the kind of thing that is here. And, that, and God Almighty was orchestrating this whole yeah. thing. Amen. Now, it, it not only was orchestrated for, it was orchestrated chiefly for Christ to fulfill his will, but now this was orchestrated for us mm -hmm. so we can read this and come to understand God more fully. What he's doing, just angels. Angels are watching this. They're seeing. They're seeing this too. Maybe spirits are just men made perfect. Maybe they're seeing it. So this is before a, a large audience. This is not before people. When you in your when you in your life, you know you're being you're being seen, personally seen, 
and assessed by God Almighty, by Jesus Christ himself, by the Holy Spirit, by holy angels and principalities and powers in heavenly places, well, it changes what you do. Amen. Yes. It changes how you live. Because it, that's the truth. Now, this is the truth. We're like an open book. Paul said one place, we're written and read of all men. <laughs> how about that? Yeah. So being that, being that the case, we want to be careful. Amen. It was the preparation of the Passover. The Amplified Bible says now it was the day of preparation for the Passover. About the sixth hour, that would be 12 o'clock noon. Sixth hour, so the, the, in the Hebrew timing, the night came first, the day came second based on the creation, the evening and the morning of the first day. So the day started with dark and then went to light. It was the sixth hour, that'd make it 12 noon. Six o'clock a.m. ended the night, started the day. So this is noon. He had been, uh, since the evening of the prior evening, he'd been smitten and beaten and harangued and scolded and scorned, scourged. It's been a long night. It was the day before the Sabbath. Now, now actually, Mark tells you what day it was. Mark 15, 42. And now when the even was come, because it was the preparation, that is, the day before the Sabbath. So he tells you. This was Friday. That's right. It was a day before, not a Sabbath. See, there were several different kinds of Sabbaths, but the Sabbath was the Sabbath day. It was the day before the Sabbath. Now, there's some Christian students, they call themselves, that believe because Jesus was three days and three nights in the tomb that he was really crucified on Wednesday. Well, there's just a little technicality that they have forgotten. The scripture says repeatedly he was raised on the third day. That statement is made 10 or 11 times. He was raised on the third day. So that means that a part of a day stood for a day. I say that because uh, there are some people very dogmatic about this. Unfortunately, I'm not among them anymore, but this was the this was Friday. That's right. Now there's a there's a glorious picture here. This Friday was also a preparation day. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just preparing for the eternal for the rest we're going to experience in Christ Jesus. Yes. yes. This is the day before that Sabbath. So he takes away the sin of the world. He destroys the devil in his death. He reconciles the world to God. He blots out the handwriting of ordinances that were against us. He spoiled principality and power. He opened up a new and a living way. What was that? That was a preparation for the rest we enter in. See? We was believed to enter into rest. 
But that Amen. preparation had to be made before we entered in. Isn't that a wonderful picture? Yes. Oh, I was so blessed by that. Amen. This confirms the inferiority of the first covenant. Mm -hmm. That's why the first covenant and the second covenant, or the last covenant, mm -hmm. can't be merged. Yeah. Yes, Brother Dave. This is uh, not that important of a point, but in. Uh, Maybe you can help me understand this better. In Matthew 27, 45, when Jesus was on the cross, it says, Now from the sixth hour there was darkness over all the land until the ninth hour. And so the sixth hour would be yeah. noon. But in John, he says it was the sixth hour. Is he using the same reckoning of time? Because if Jesus was on the cross already at the sixth hour, which would be noon, and here in John he says it was the sixth hour, now, uh, I can't make those fit together in a... Well, don't try. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> don't try to put them together. Yeah, this... It doesn't say he was from the sixth to the ninth hour. He was on that. He was on the cross. Well, there's 60 minutes to an hour. <laughs> It, is, it doesn't say this was, the, this was a full hour. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was the sixth hour was known, mm -hmm. but that was an hour. So it was, it was during that time that Christ was put on the cross. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. You can see that, can yeah. you? Yeah. Just like Friday, it wasn't the whole time, but it's the whole day. That's right. It makes sense. I mean, it, God's given us a different perspectives of the That's same right. truth. Yeah. There's a lot happened in that, yes. in that hour. Amen. Yeah. The ninth hour. He yeah. was on six to the ninth hour. The ninth hour. Mm -hmm. A lot happened. Yes. Amen. Yeah. He commit, committed his marriage to John and John to her. He mm -hmm. commissioned some women. He, he did a lot in one hour. He did a lot. Well, he did a lot in this one hour, yeah. too. That's right. You see that with a name? Yeah. In uh, Mark 15, it says it was the third hour when they crucified him. Mm -hmm. Mark 15, 25. Yeah. I just uh, yeah. hung up on the... Well, if he, if, he, if he was hung up at noon and yeah. died at three, that would be the actual crucifixion. That's right. Yeah. Well... Yeah. That's not what David just said. No, he said it's the third hour. He said it's nine o'clock. Oh. Nine o'clock. No more. Yeah. Well, just. I'll do some more study on it. Mm-hmm. Six hours. Well, see, that, that's the sort of thing that we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. This is that that's actually what happened. And when you're talking about in terms of time, you can't talk in terms of pinpointed time. A lot happened in a short period of time. Right. 
as I mentioned, that this, this confirms the inferiority of the first, uh, first covenant. Now the core, of, the core of apostolic doctrine, the foundation on which it's all founded and based, every John and Jim, is the incarnation of Christ, the death, the death of Christ, the burial of Christ, the resurrection of Christ, the ascension of Christ, and the enthronement of Christ. All the doctrine is based on that foundation. Yeah, no apostolic doctrine was based on the prophets. The prophets introduced it, but they did not expound it. Amen. Yeah. Isaiah talked about his death, but he didn't expound it. Yeah. He didn't say what happened when he died. The apostles did, so what they did, they took what was prophesied and what actually took place, and they expounded it. They enlarged upon it, but, they, but the effectiveness of doctrine is where it interrelates with these facts. That's why we can't afford to be distracted to other things like grammatics and things. That's why we can't afford to do that because the scripture is not founded on that. That's not what the doctrine is yeah. founded on. Amen. When the early church didn't understand something, they just, Paul wanted to go to, was going to go to Rome. They did they thought he was going to go there and die. When they realized he wasn't changing his mind, they said, the will of the Lord be done. See that? They just let it go. Now Pilate says to the Jews, Behold your king. Here's your king. See him? Now he didn't say this time, he didn't say I find no fault in him. He didn't say that this time. Because he thought he was done with the matter completely. But they write, cried out, this is how aggressive this is. If you ever, uh, God forbid, if anyone here is ever caught in the whirlpool of sin, but if a person is, there's no bottom. Brother Gibbon? Yes. Would you consider these, the, the Sanhedrin and maybe the others too, would, would they be vessels to dishonor? In this yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. But is there any escape from that? I mean, there is because Christ has redeemed our sin. I don't know if any of these turned or not. I don't know. There were Pharisees who believed later. He doesn't, but use, it doesn't, he doesn't use vessels of honor to do something like this. No. No. So. I just wanted to clarify what, whether you, you were talking about those that were not in the fold or even those in the fold. Well, Satan was controlling them. Yeah. But, but he was doing it by God's <laughs> permission. God's initiative, and it wasn't like a, a long time. It was just, this is your hour, so it was just for a brief, brief time. Yeah. So that's, I, couldn't, I couldn't explain all of these implications of that. I, I just can't do it. But I know that God uses honorable vessels for honorable uses, dishonorable for dishonorable uses, and they were charged with what was dishonorable. Whether any of them were penitent, we don't know. 
We don't know. If they did, God gave them repentance. Yes. They gave, here's the basic Bible English. They gave a loud cry. Away with him, away with him, to the cross. The Jews shouted, Kill him, kill him, crucify him. It's interesting, if you notice that people will talk real quiet until they're mad. Do you notice that? <laughs> There's something about flesh that just agitates the whole person, so they shouted it out. Must have been some, some saying, Shall I crucify your king? This question will lead to the potency of unbelief. See, this is like a, a, from a human point of view, it's a reasonable question. Why would I crucify your king? Mm -hmm. But it, it just insists yeah. make the thing worse. Mm -hmm. And they said, the chief priests answered for the people. Mm -hmm. This is The chief priests answered and said, we have no king but Caesar. Yeah. See, they were the they were the spokesmen at that yeah, time. So yeah. that would answer partially this question that yeah. you asked there, but yeah. Marty. Mm -hmm. Some of them yeah. they spoke for the people. But then the people didn't object to it. I think they were afraid to. We have no king but Caesar. In the days of uh, Hosea the prophet. God said this, O Israel, thou hast destroyed thyself, but in me is thine help. I will be thy king. Where is any other that can save thee in all thy cities? Well, there was a prophecy there. They wouldn't have him to be their king, but God tells them, I'm stuck over there. I'm going to be your king. <laughs> you remember Jesus uh, gave a parable that expressed the attitude of the people among whom he he ministered who didn't receive him. He said, "But his citizens, his citizens yeah. hated him and sent a message after him, saying, we will not have this man to reign over us.' See, every person." that refuses to come to Jesus or refuses to live for Jesus or refuses to offer their bunch of living sacrifice on him or refuses to fight the good fight of faith. That's what they're saying. Yeah. Heaven interprets their, their answer. We will not have this man to reign over amen. us. Amen. But he will. Yes, amen. It will be either to and on the day of judgment, this will be the sin That's right. that men have to wreck. See, Jesus took away sin. But see, the fact that you don't submit to him and receive the atonement, this is worse than your sin. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's the worst sin. Yeah. That's right. Jesus was standing before them with the marks yes. of rejection. Amen. That's These right. stripes. This thorn, the crown of thorns, yeah. the blood, they were the marks of rejection. Yeah, amen. 
That's what they were. Acts 13, 27 says, They knew him not, nor yet the voices of the prophets which are read every Sabbath day. They have fulfilled them in condemning him. Yes. Amen. Paul preached that in synagogue mm -hmm. Antioch of, of, of Pisidia. Yeah. He, he preached that in the synagogue yes. to Jews. Well, any of you have something else you'd like to add tonight? That's, that's all that I mean. Well, I know in the political arena, I can kind of uh, fit things in a little bit. Donald Trump isn't Jesus Christ, of course. He's, he's even being infallible, but he surrounds himself with godly people, godly men. And uh, the Democrats that keep trying to block him all the time, uh, I, uh, I truly believe that Satan is behind it, and I've heard that witches in America are praying against him, and they're, they're under the influence of demonic powers, and they don't realize that we've got a man in there that's trying to do the right and godly thing, yes. and, yeah. and, and yet, you know, Satan knows it's okay, let's come against him as hard as we can, yes. and he's using the Democrats to do that. The, the scripture says that the nations will be turned into hell and forgot God. Yeah, yeah. That's the word here, that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln also they, said... They forgot... They, yeah. they forgot God. Yeah. yeah. The issue isn't the political thing, isn't the issue. Uh -huh. The issue is they forgot God. Yeah. That's why they're stirring this trouble up. That's why they're against God being yes. said. That's why they're against being against sodomy. That's yeah. why That's right. they forgot God. Yes. Amen. And they're spending money with God's God's on it. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. See? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I believe Abraham Lincoln said if this nation falls, it will fall from within. Well, why will it fall within? People are putting God behind their backs. That's right, yes. We'll do it our way. Yeah, yeah. We don't want you. Yeah. For, yeah. for a while, they'll do yeah. it their way. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that, see, the, the godly in this country, they're praying to God. That's they're right. They're looking yeah. this up before God. Amen. Amen. It would, if the church was, it would, it's the light set out of hell. So we, as, as, we, as we expose our faith and, and, and pray to God, see, he'll. Look what he did. He put someone in office that does believe in him and is doing the right thing. So see, this is we should have we have every reason to be confident that God's going to rule over this thing. Yes, every reason. Now, Paul wrote Timothy about what to do in the assembly, uh -huh. yes. the assembly of the saints. That's right. He said, 1 Timothy two. Here's what he said: I exhort, therefore, that first of all. Supplications, prayers, yes. intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, yeah. for kings, yes. and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. Amen. Yes. Now I will tell you that I have been in very, 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 very few assemblies that did that. Uh -huh. yeah. mm -hmm. 
Why? Because you can't exploit that. You can't. Yeah. You can't. You can't strum a guitar with that. Mm -hmm. But that's what the symbols need to. You can see the churches need. The church is to be prayed, not so that everything will turn out and we'll have a lot of money somewhere, yeah. but so we'll lead a quiet yes. and a peaceable life. Yes. Amen. And it's because the government is intended to reward the good, punish the evil. Keep evil from breaking out. That's right. Even Rome knew that. That's what that's what concerned Pilate. Pilate knew he was responsible for keeping tumult from breaking out. So the church, you don't settle this in the voting booth. You settle this on your knees. Yes, amen. Amen. That's right. Give thanks for all men. Yes, Why? Because God can work. So God work can work with them. That's right. As is already mentioned, we have we have a president that the first one is given advantages to believers. Yeah, yeah that's right. Amen. Mm -hmm. Who's for life? That's right. Well, this can't be. This can't be the devil's doing this. <laughs> that's right. Anyway, let's be encouraged. To, Amen. Anyone else? We give thanks to you on live stream for being with us tonight. We don't know where you are or what your circumstances are, but our prayers are for you. And we appreciate your fellowship over the electronic wave. The Lord bless all of you. Amen. 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 As we begin our prayers tonight, I think a consolidating thought.